Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the National Hockey Now Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a betting perspective. With pro sports handicappers, Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, and various guests from the world of hockey and sports betting. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by National Hockey Now. Happy New Year. We have arrived in the year 2023, Sunday, January the 1st. Ian Cameron and Alex B. Smith with you, ready to break down the first NHL slate, NHL card of 2023, a Sunday card with five games on tap. Uh, We hope you survived uh, your New Year's Eve celebrations and festivities. Clearly, if you're in the chat or you're watching or listening to the show right now, you did survive, so uh, glad to see everyone made it into the new year safe and sound. Yeah, and we're excited for what the new year has uh, in front of us. Uh, before we get into the Sunday games, we'll look back on yesterday. Certainly, we will look back fondly, Alex and I, on the final day of 2022 in the NHL because it was a hell of a good day from a betting perspective uh, for both of us. Uh, excellent. The only thing that could have been better for me is if that damn fucking best bet, and that's the one little fly in the ointment from yesterday, Ottawa, Detroit over six and a half and four, two early in the third and not another goal after that. So that was frustrating. But other than that, it was a really, really good day. Overall, uh, we had Buffalo as a big dog against Boston uh, early in the day. Great win for the Sabres uh, as they get the early lead or get the two to one lead. Boston does what they've done a lot. And that's come back strong uh, in the third period. Uh, and they end up uh, going ahead three to two. Uh, but the Sabres, they get the tying goal late, probably one that Jeremy Swayman, if you ask him, he wishes he had uh, and was able to stop. Uh, but that ended up tying the game. And then the Sabres get the win in overtime, 4-3. to three. Great resolve, great resilience shown by that young Sabres team, handing the Bruins a very rare home loss. Uh, the Bruins still have yet to lose uh, in regulation at home, but they do lose that game uh, in overtime to the uh, Buffalo Sabres, who continue to play some really good hockey. Uh, of late Uh, some of the other games that we saw yesterday uh, in the nhl columbus beating chicago four to one Uh, we saw vegas uh, beat uh, nashville five four in overtime Uh, solid comeback uh, from uh, nashville in the third period but vegas uh, survives with the five four win shorthanded vegas golden knights of course Uh, philadelphia with a huge upset four two against la i mean the red hot Philadelphia Flyers all of a sudden two straight wins for them uh, against San Jose and LA. This was very impressive. And I liked what I saw out of the young kid, Samuel Erson and net for Philadelphia. He played well, especially in the third period of that game. So I give him a lot of credit and uh, he might start getting more opportunities in net from torts. If he keeps playing that way, he had a solid third period in the victory. Uh, we saw Tampa Bay dig themselves an early hole two nothing, but Quickly got themselves out of it, and they end up beating Arizona 5-3. to three. Still a pretty good effort, all things considered. And the Arizona Coyotes on the road, one of their better efforts. But when it comes to winning time on the road, Arizona is still struggling in that regard. I believe that's their seventh straight road loss uh, after the defeat to the uh, Lightning yesterday. Uh, Minnesota 5-2 against the uh, St. Louis Blues. I know Alex liked the first period over. I had the Wild and the over, so that was a good game, good result. Minnesota bounces back with a 5-2 win over St. Louis there. Toronto 6-2 over Colorado. Same old Leafs. You know, they lose to some of these weaklings, but they step up against the good teams. Remember, they beat Tampa Bay just recently as well. And, of course, they beat Colorado and spoil the return of Nathan McKinnon. 
for the Avalanche as the Leafs get the uh, win 6-2. Uh, Detroit with a third-period comeback. They're becoming the third-period comeback kids lately, Detroit. They did it against Pittsburgh, and they did it last night, 4-2 against Ottawa. Did have a piece of Detroit, but as I mentioned, frustrated that the best bet falls short on the over as that ends 4-2. Dallas 5-2 against San Jose. Uh, I ended up adding a late addition to the card with Stars team total in that game, over three and a half, and it got there. So happy to see that. Calgary, 3-2 against Vancouver. They hang on. Very good effort again from the Vancouver Canucks, kind of like the Winnipeg game, but they just don't get a result to show for it uh, as they end up falling short 3-2 to two in that game. Markstrom was solid in net, very good down the stretch when Vancouver was really making a push to tie that game. I think for Calgary, too, as they're starting to play better hockey, it's good to see Blake Coleman starting to score, Lindholm starting to get going, Huberto now starting to shake off his early season funk. So that was a nice uh, thing to see, and Calgary starting to get to their game. And I was on the Jets to end the night. Very nice underdog winner there, 2-1 to one against Edmonton. New pads for Jack Campbell. Same old result, though, uh, unfortunately, and that's a loss. He didn't play that bad, actually, but he also didn't face a ton of shots. You know, Edmonton did play a pretty good defensive game, and yet they still lose 2-1. to one, And Hellebuck, very good uh, in net for the uh, Winnipeg Jets once again, allowing them to get the 2-1 to one win. And that's kind of a spot I like to look at moving forward and keep an eye on those spots. Teams that are off these blowout wins, especially when they got to play on back-to-back days the very next night, a lot of times that's not a carryover. In fact, you empty the tank one night, 7-2 over Seattle, and you just cannot duplicate that and you lose the next day. That I, I could see that kind of an angle working and that happening a lot where a team off a blowout win that has to play the very next night, they don't get the job done. And we saw that last night with the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, Alex, uh, your thoughts on the final NHL slate of 2022? Yeah, it was pretty interesting. I mean, it started off in the day you got Buffalo – uh, you know, getting that 4-3 overtime win. Boston still yet to lose at home in regulation. So it's interesting to see uh, just how far that can go along. And maybe you can, you know, it's something to keep in mind, too. If you're looking to fade uh, Boston at home, don't want to look at that regulation line. You want to try and get the plus price uh, just straight up with the, with the dog, potentially, because they've just been that tough to beat. Uh, and looking at the Hawks game with Columbus, I mean, that's just pretty much what we figured it would be just a just kind of a, an easy game. Thought it would, would be more scoring involved both ways, but the fact that Columbus got the revenge angle and took care of business at home, uh, that's a, a nice win for them. Calgary, that's one of the, the losses I did have on the card was that first period over at Calgary and Vancouver. And might have to start looking away from that Calgary first period overtrend, even though it's been a hot run. Now that they're playing better, their style of hockey, that Sutter style of hockey, is going to be more defensive-oriented. They're probably not going to give up a lot of goals early like they've been doing uh, recently. And, that you know, Markstrom seems to have kind of corrected those errors he's had of, you know, getting beat on the first shot or the first few shots of a game. So that's something to keep in mind moving forward. Uh, Stars and Sharks, I had that first period over. And I'm really mad at myself because I actually like that team total as well. Didn't play it, uh, unfortunately. But they get the, the win with a, another quick first period over uh, in, in that one. So I was happy to see that. Uh, Washington just completely destroying Montreal. I mean, this is now re- getting really ugly. We're talking about, what, 16 goals combined the last couple of games for the Habs uh, allowed. They've got to do something with their goaltending and blue line sooner than later. Uh, so we might be might be landing on a gold mine here. You're going to some team totals against Montreal moving forward. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, 9-2 to two, uh, Washington beating down Montreal. And that actually, it's funny, I almost I almost omitted that card, that game from the recap yesterday, and that was one of my most profitable games on the board yesterday. Every bet cashed. I mean, I was I was on four different bets in that game. 4-0 nice. sweep. 
Washington first period puck line, Washington full game puck line, Washington team total over three and a half, which was the one I had the most money on, was just the team total over three and a half with the Capitals and the full game over. Uh, and that the reason for that was I wanted to really, really hammer and target the Montreal blue line. It is not an NHL caliber blue line. I think now I've said it like eight times now in the last uh, week or so uh, here uh, on the show. It's it's not an it's not a blue line that you can count on night in and night out to shut down good teams offensively. It's just not going to be the case until they get some of the until they get Savard back at least, and until they get uh, you know Matheson back. There's going to be some issues. And, you know, if, if something were to happen now to Edmondson, the only veteran they still have, you know, on that plan, Caden Gooley being out significant. Of all the young kids you did not want to see get injured, Caden no. Gooley was the one guy because he has been, I think, the best of the young crop of Montreal Canadiens defensemen so far this season. And to see him get injured, now you're really thin. You're really struggling with uh, guys that cannot play the minutes they're being asked to right now by Marty St. Louis, who has no fucking choice, by the way. He has no choice. I mean, this is what he's, the cards he's been dealt. This is the hand he's been dealt. And unfortunately, this is what uh, you've got to uh, deal with it now uh, if you're him. And uh, yeah, Montreal definitely, until they get uh, some health on the blue line, um, they're going to be a team I'm targeting again for the other team to light it up offensively against them. And now we've seen them give up seven and nine goals in back-to-back games here against Florida and Washington. It has been rough for that very thin, young, inexperienced Montreal Canadiens blue line. Uh, hopefully, it, we're not thin on winners here for the Sunday NHL card. So let's get into it. we got five games. We'll start with Carolina, New Jersey. Uh, the Hurricanes minus 115, road favorite, six the total uh, in this game. Carolina continues to just roll along uh, brilliantly right now. Uh, so impressive against Florida the other night. A Florida team that had dominated them. Well, the domination came to an end with a thud. 4-0 shutout for the Carolina Hurricanes uh, on Friday night against the uh, Florida Panthers. That's now an incredible uh, 10 straight wins here for the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, you know, they basically uh, are just roaring up the standings at, at this point in time. Ten, not only 10 straight wins, 16 consecutive games notching at least a point for Carolina. So 16 straight games without a regulation loss for this Carolina Hurricanes team. Um, I, I ain't going against that here. You better believe that's not going to happen. New Jersey, though, the one little thing that I hesitate on, I mean, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm still going to be on the Canes today uh, in this game. But the one little thing I hesitate on is teams that are struggling. They snap the losing streak, and New Jersey did that, 4-2 to win against Pittsburgh. Sometimes you get a little boost from that. You get a little positivity. When you come to the rink, you get a lot of, just everything feels like it's a, sigh of relief <sighs> you exhale and you're not as wound up or tight you know as a hockey team when you're struggling and you finally get that win you can relax and oftentimes you can play better uh, as a result so i wouldn't put that past new jersey but that being said you know they beat a struggling florida team and then they beat a pittsburgh team that's kind of falling apart at the moment you know they're injury riddled they're struggling with confidence right now they've blown a couple games you know those are the only two wins for new jersey uh, in their last 10 games so this is going to be a step up, I think, for the Devils here, uh, even though they're at home in this game hosting uh, Carolina, a Carolina team that's owned them, by the way. Four straight wins for Carolina over New Jersey, five of the last six as well. Uh, we don't have goalies confirmed yet. Uh, they have been going with anti Ranta of late. Uh, Ranta has played well. Uh, maybe they'll go back to him here today. We'll see. But Pyotr Kochetkov in some sites is projected 
Banachek for New Jersey. Either way, very, very cheap price, in my opinion, to back this Hurricanes team the way they're playing. As complete a brand of hockey as there is right now from any team, offensively, defensively, they've been just shutting it down, shutting out multiple teams. Many of their wins, they've held the opponent to two goals or less. I mean, they are really playing some great complete hockey right now as a team. I like them here, minus 115. What do you think here, Alex? Carolina, New Jersey. Yeah, I thought this was kind of a weird line. At first, I was just going to stay away from this game. But this, like I said, there's no way you can turn down Carolina, the form that they're in right now at this price. Even though, like I said, they have dominated against New Jersey. They've struggled in Newark. They've lost five of the last six meetings. And the home team has won 11 of the last 13 meetings between the two teams. So it's a little bit of trepidation. But like I said, this is a, a, a wagon right now. That I don't want to step in front of uh, Carolina. So I'm going to go with that on the money line, minus $1.15 below. Yeah, good point by uh, Rich. Uh, there's no someone in the chat. Colorado man, 63. Evanoski, very strong team at home, but on the road a little different. Talking about Carolina. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they're only 12 and 8 on the road. They're an incredible 12 and 4 at home. But that's kind of uh, canceled out here in this game by New Jersey's actually terrific on the road, and they've been mediocre at the Rock here. Yeah. 10 and 10. You know, 500 team New Jersey uh, on home ice this year. So. Uh, I think Carolina, again, when you look at it, I think you've got it. I think I honestly think Rich H is right. It'll be Ronta again. How do you not put Ronta in there? He's coming off another shutout the other night uh, against Florida. Kochekov's been great too, but you know they started Ronta once. He was great. So they put him in again. He was great again. Then he's uh, another shutout. So he's feeling it right now. And he's a good goalie. He can be. When he's healthy, he's capable. Yeah. Anti-Ronta. We know that. Remember what he did in the playoffs last year? Had to play a ton of games. You know, and he played and he made a very good account of himself only against, I think, the rain, uh, Rangers as we w- went along that playoff uh, run. Did he start to wear down a little bit? And that was after a bunch of games. And there will be a point, you know, where Ronta after five, six, seven starts in a row, he's not nearly as effective. We're talking about a guy that's a little older, but right now he's in a groove. It wouldn't surprise me if he's in. Wouldn't surprise me if they go to Piotr either. But either way, this is not a bet that I'm making based on who's in net. It's based on this team playing just terrific hockey right now and being priced at a very reasonable plateau, in my opinion. So uh, Carolina here, minus uh, 115 for me. As far as the props go, you know, it's funny. The one guy I considered betting, because I on, for Carolina yesterday or on Friday against Florida, I took Natchez. I looked at the three guys on the third line, Faust, Stall, and Martin Newt. And I considered Stefan Nason, but I did not bet Stefan Nason. And sure enough, Stefan Nason scored in that game. So Maybe you consider Stefan Nason again. And again, and the third line was kind of held under wraps the other night against Florida. But Martin Nuke, Stahl, and Foss for the better part of the last couple of weeks have been terrific uh, for the uh, Carolina Hurricanes, especially in terms of offensive production. As far as New Jersey goes, uh, again, when Jesper Bratz moved up to the top line for uh, the Devils, so I think there's some opportunity there to back his props uh, at the moment. Uh, Hughes has been great. and uh, They've obviously got Heeshear and Tatar starting to percolate a little bit but i think jesper on the top line might have some value since he's been moved up there to play with he and with uh tatar all right next up we've got the new york rangers taking on the florida panthers even money uh, minus 110 here both sides six the total uh in this game this is a make or break stretch or not maybe i'm overreacting it is january 1st i mean there's still you know three full months of the season and a little bit uh, three pl- three plus months left in the regular season to be saying that, but it kind of does feel that way for Florida. And they've talked about it going coming out of the break. The playoffs start for us right now. And at home against Montreal, they drilled the Canadians seven to two, but they couldn't follow it up against Carolina. Now it was on a back to back. Carolina was rested. Carolina's you know red hot right now. Can do no wrong. 
They lost 4 nothing, but I still expected a little better out of Florida than that, even on a back-to-back against a surging Carolina team playing as well as any team in the NHL right now, and they could not sustain it. But now they are back home where they did get that resounding win against Montreal uh, and obviously uh, with the day in between games. So I'd expect Florida to be a lot better here in this one. Will they be good enough to beat the Rangers? That is a question. The Rangers have dropped uh, each of their first two games following the Christmas break to Washington and Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay was a tough one because that game could have went either way. And they ran into Andre Vasilevsky in Stanley Cup Vesna form uh, on uh, that in that game the other night on thir- Thursday. Two-to-one shootout win for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, he was brilliant, uh, Vasilev. And Shesterkin was, too. It was a great goaltending battle, but unfortunately it was the uh, shootout uh, that did the New York Rangers in in that game. I, I don't think I'm going to be involved here in this one. I'm kind of thinking maybe Florida comes out strong early after being shut out the last game. I mean, the first period on Florida is kind of interesting, and I'm starting to think that with the urgency that's setting in for the Florida Panthers right now, that they are going to get, especially at home, you're going to see them have good first 20 minutes to hockey games, knowing how important these games are. So I kind of like Florida in the first 20. I'll probably have a small play on that and probably just go money line because the price is short enough rather than the, if you want the minus a half puck line, you know, you're certainly going to get a good price on that uh, with Florida. It would be minus a half at a really good uh, plus price of plus 175. I think I'll play it a little bit more conservative and just go with the minus 120 uh, first period money line on the uh, Florida Panthers. I do think that could get there in this one. Uh, And plus another thing, too, which Rich says, and I've noticed that, too, it's why I like the first period a little bit more than the full game on Florida. It is third game in four nights for Florida. You know, you could have those legs catch up to them a little bit as the game goes on. Kind of like Nashville yesterday. Think about how Nashville rip roaring in the first period against Vegas yesterday on the back-to-back after playing Anaheim. And then second and the third period, they started to, you know, they didn't play as well as the game went along. And Vegas got stronger. They got weaker, Nashville. So you could see something like that with Florida. But I think they have a good opening 20 minutes here. So I'll, I'll take a shot here, Panthers' first period money line. What do you think here, Alex, Rangers and Panthers? Yeah, I think there will be a little bit of energy in the first period. And and that's something to keep a note on with all five of these games is, is really watching the pace and tempo because – I think some games might be a little sloppy than others. I don't think this is going to be a sloppy game, but I think there will be some energy on both sides. Like he says, this kind of means a lot for both teams. Florida trying to just get back into uh, the realm of being a winning hockey team consistently, like say, getting back into the playoff race. Rangers having a little bit of a skid, losing three of the last four. I think they want to try to turn things around as well. So I like both teams to score in the first period, plus 165. That's available at BetMGM. Uh, I like that more than the first period over. Uh, obviously, you need two goals to score, but at a dollar forty, I don't want to lay that kind of price, especially these two teams kind of trending under in the first period. But I think that's it's more of a I think Florida steps up and plays a little bit better early than we've seen uh, recently. They were just three and seven to the first period over the last ten. So you could take a shot with the first period over it, but I like the bigger plus price here as a result of that uh, under trend of late. So go both teams to score in the first period plus one sixty five. Yeah, I would lean. I like that, actually. I think uh, you're on because, look, Montreal, Florida, which was the only home game for Florida since the Christmas break. That was 3-2 Florida after the uh, first period. Both teams clearly got on the scoreboard. Both teams obviously off losses. Uh, Both, you know, the Rangers off two straight losses. So they could find the back of the net, certainly in the first period, especially if they're going to go up against goalie Bob. And I'm going to project that it's goalie Bob. Uh, for the uh, Panthers in that. I actually do lean over six, believe it or not, just because of series history. It's been crazy. Ten straight head-to-head meetings over 
with the Rangers versus the Panthers. It's been shock, not not shocking because we know that both teams can be capable. We know Florida's been a pretty uh, strong over team or a team more than capable of being involved in high-scoring games over the years, but not so much the Rangers, but 10 straight overs with the teams head-to-head, 5-2, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3. 6554 five, all of them one goal games for the most part except the most recent meeting between them as well so uh definitely lean over the total here i'll probably add a small play on that as well just it's sometimes series history you just you got to go with it it's a, there's no rhyme or reason to it we know the rangers was just turkin and net they could play 2 to 1 3 to 1 very easily in any game like they did against tampa bay the other night but uh it's just when you see a series history like that uh, it's hard to ignore that. There's no question about it. As far as the uh, Panthers, though, I'd want to mention in terms of the props, uh, they do they are getting healthier. There's no question. Ekblad, Kachuk healthy, and, of course, Barkov for sure was the big one, getting him back uh, after the Christmas break. And, and I think Barkov, when you look at his play here since returning to the lineup, uh, you know, he had the five-point night, the hat trick in the first period against Montreal. I think him... His props are worth a look. I think if he's gonna, if anyone's gonna do damage, it'll be him in terms of points and goals, uh, no question. So I think we will definitely look in that direction uh, in terms of Barkov props again. You know, my guy E2 Coolmint Lusterinen has been just a gold mine for me uh, all season long in terms of the uh, player prop market. He's now on the second line. He's got two goals in the last four games and points in four points in the last six games for the. Uh, Florida Panthers so uh, he's been very good so definitely wouldn't uh, talk anyone out of looking at props involving him in this game on the Rangers side of the fence Kako on the top line and Kratsov up to the second line uh, keep an eye on both of them maybe undervalued for their props today uh, in this game as well all right we got three games left uh, on this Sunday card and we'll be back to uh, break those down and analyze them right after we hear from our good friends at Gramco. Whether you or your team's game is on the field, screen, racetrack, or on the ice, Gramco is for the game. Grown by farmers who spent years developing premium hemp genetics, Gramco provides customers with consistent quality Delta 8 products ready for any occasion. Gramco currently offers numerous Delta 8 products such as vape cartridges, disposable vapes, pre-rolls, gummies, wake-and-bake coffee, and more. Gramco offers an enjoyable legal high delivered discreetly and directly to you. And is also available at many American retailers as well. Get the best Delta 8 cannabis products on the market shipped quickly and discreetly from Gramco. If you visit www.thegramco.com, use promo code ICEGUYS, you get 25% off of any order, and all orders on the site that are over $50 and higher are shipped free with standard shipping. So live elevated with Gramco and check out their wonderful Delta 8 products today. All right, there we go, Gramco. Check them out. And by the way, that's a great point. Thank you. I wanted to mention that. I almost forgot because sometimes you're just not going to remember everything. Uh, but, yes, Alexi Lafreniere back in the lineup today after being a healthy scratch against Tampa. Sometimes that's a wake-up call. I like yep. betting on players when they return to the lineup after being demoted or benched or being a healthy scratch. And we're talking about a talented kid who, again, hasn't found consistency yet at the NHL level, but I expect him to be flying Lion out there uh, on the ice today uh, against the Florida Panthers. So absolutely, whatever prop bets you could look for involving Alexi Lafreniere uh, in this game, I think are worth a look for the uh, New York Rangers. Wouldn't shock me at all uh, to see him, you know, point to prove 
to his head coach, Gerard Gallant. Like, I'm going to show you why you shouldn't do that again. I belong in this lineup. He is plus 400 at some spots to score a goal, plus 420 at Caesars Sportsbook. Uh, Definitely something to consider here in this one. I'm going to check to see what it's like at Bet365. They sometimes have them even, him even, uh, the the goal props on some of these players, even uh, better prices. Let me just see. Uh, No, it's around the same. So, yeah, plus 420 looks to be the best one out there. Uh, for uh, Lafreniere to find the back of the net tonight. All right, we continue along here on this Sunday edition of the Ice Guys. First edition of 2023. Make sure uh, you hit the like button. Uh, We appreciate it very much. Uh, On we go. Next up, San Jose Sharks, Chicago Blackhawks. We've got San Jose minus 140. uh, Road favorites, six the total in this game. Back-to-back for both of these teams. They both played yesterday. Afternoon game, though, uh, in Columbus for Chicago. Night game in Dallas. For San Jose, so uh, probably an easier, you know, scheduling spot situation, scheduling and travel situation for Chicago uh, than it is for San Jose getting back to this game. And this is a winnable hockey game for Chicago. And sometimes at home, they're capable of beating teams that are on their level or even maybe just a little below them. And Chicago's at least, or San Jose's at least, very close to where Chicago is. There's not much difference between these two teams. So I'm actually tempted by the home dog, believe it or not, here. Uh, the Chicago Blackhawks plus 120. I haven't bet it yet. Uh, certainly would lean over the. T- I am on the over already, as you know. I've been riding these San Jose games over. I'm mad I didn't have the full game over, but I didn't wasn't quite sure uh, San Jose would find the back of the net a ton against Dallas. But sure enough, they did get to two, and San Jose or Dallas took care of the rest and scored five. But San Jose, you know, six straight overs. They just cannot keep the puck out of their net right now. Five to Calgary, seven to Calgary. They gave up two to Minnesota, but that was an anomaly. And since the uh, Christmas break, they gave up six to Vancouver, four to a Flyers team that sometimes struggles offensively, and then the five to Dallas uh, last night. I mean, they are really struggling to score goals right now. The Blackhawks team total is not even a bad option here as well. Uh, Maybe they could find some offense here in this game because, remember, they did beat uh, Columbus five to two at home right before the Christmas break. And this has that same feel to it. 5-2 5-2 Chicago, 4-3 Chicago, something like that. So definitely lean Chicago home underdog here, plus 120. And I definitely like the over. I, I, I am stronger on the total than I am the side here in this one. Uh, over 6, minus 120 with the Sharks and the Blackhawks. And it appears like we are going to see a Capo and peter Morozik goaltending matchup, which you'd expect because it was Staylock yesterday. Morozik, the much weaker option. Base, uh, so no no question about that uh, in net tonight. And Kockinen after Reimer got the start last night against Dallas. So, yeah, I'm liking this over. And right now, leaning a smaller bet I think I'll have on the Blackhawks as a home dog plus 120. There's not going to be many times you want to back Chicago, but they're at home. They faced a Class D team last time at home, Columbus. They won that game 5-2. So winnable game for Chicago. Uh, what do you think here, Alex? Sharks, Blackhawks? Yeah, it's a winnable game for the Hawks, but the way that they play on Sundays is to keep me off of this and coming back home early on Saturday, New Year's right Eve, and now he- heading, you know, New Year's Day, it's just it's just a, a tough spot. I'm not looking at anybody on the side. Definitely not laying a price for the San Jose team, the way they've been playing right now, and as someone mentioned in the chat, this, they got four days off afterward. This definitely seems like it's going to be a slop fest. I think we see a lot of goals going both ways. I, I played the over six minus a dollar ten yesterday uh and i'm surprised it's not six and a half everywhere there's some books that have moved to six and a half but you can still get minus a dollar 15 or minus a dollar 20 on that over six so uh, i'd say definitely go over the total of this 
All right, over there, six is available still. Yeah, at many books, over six, minus 120 here, Sharks and the uh, Blackhawks. Uh, as far as uh, player props for this game, because we do think there's going to be some goals uh, between uh, these two teams, uh, no question about that. Uh, you start to look at who's been uh, getting it done lately for, actually for Chicago, uh, you look at it, um, you know, I'd say Taylor Radish is someone that uh, you want to consider. We've seen him lighted up here a few games uh, max Do max domi you got to give him credit here he's uh he's been solid here for the blackhawks and uh you know he's given them a little jolt in the offensive end uh i think even lately we've seen the greek stallion of uh, Thenesiu, you know start to get things going for them two goals and two points in the last four games so there's a couple chicago options there uh, carlson on a point streak so if you can find eric carlson props yeah wouldn't say no to that uh, obviously i like alex bar kevin lebank by the way looks like uh, he returned from uh, in injury, uh, an absence right before the Christmas break. He's on the second line. Uh, he's always worth a look. He scored two goals, three points in the last four games. But Barabanov's the guy for me. Uh, they moved him up to the top line. He gets a goal last night uh, for the Sharks, playing alongside Couture and Timo Meyer. Uh, I think he's definitely worth a look here from a prop standpoint for San Jose. He's playing hard, that kid, every night, and he's getting chances every night, Barabanov. He's deserving of that opportunity on the uh, top line for San Jose. So a couple of good prop options there on the Sharks side as well. All right, Buffalo Sabres, Ottawa Senators. Ottawa minus 130, home favorite, six and a half the total in this one. This does smell like a potential, I don't want to say let down, but that's a huge win for the Sabres against Boston yesterday. That being said, it's hard to ignore taking them at a plus 110 price right now. They're playing some real good hockey, this Sabres team. Tage Thompson with another great goal yesterday to get them going, tie the game 1-1. Just this, the great hands, the patience. It's just remarkable to see consistently from Tage Thompson some of these goals that he is scoring for them. And what I like about Buffalo is they show a little backbone yesterday. You know, they go down 3-2 in the third. It looks like that game's getting away from them. And in fact, Boston had a, a short 5-on-3 two-man advantage when they were up 3-2 in the third. I'm like, okay, this game's over now. There, there goes Buffalo. That's done for them. They killed it off. They almost scored shorthanded on it and survived that and st still only down 3-2, gave themselves a chance to pull the goalie, take Uko Pekalukanen out of the game, get the extra attacker, and that's when they tied the game. Now, was that a shot that Swayman should have stopped? Absolutely. Probably should have, but nevertheless, it was a quick shot. He wasn't ready for it uh, and tied the game 3-3 three, three, uh, late in that game. Great shot by Cousins, certainly, to tie that game. And then, of course, they win it in overtime. Great resolve. And UPL, you're right, Real Deal Prime. I want to chant it uh, because, uh, you know, I grew up a Sabres fan. Deep down in my heart, I, I want to see them do well. UPL, UPL, UPL. This kid's getting better and better. Uko Pekka Lukanen. He had to make some dazzling saves in that game, especially when Boston was trying to look for the insurance goal. And he's become a third-period performer. You look at the Colorado game, when Colorado was pressing, Buffalo survived because of UPL's goaltending in the final period. You look at the Vegas game, Vegas mounted a push against Buffalo, and they survived that because, again, Uko Pekka Lukanen was terrific. And again, last night, when it was yesterday afternoon, when it was 3-2, Boston could have gone to 4-2 to easily with the chances the Bruins had, and he kept it a one-goal game. Timely saves. Coaches say that all the time. It's true. Timely saves matter, and he has made them for the Buffalo Sabres of late. Because, look, Buffalo's still a defense where they're going to cough up the puck every now and then. They're still young. They're still growing and learning on the blue line with the youngsters, Samuelson, Power, 
Bryson, Darlene, all these kids uh, on the blue line. Uh, they're going to make mistakes, but uh, Uko Pekalukkanen's been there to clean up the messes lately for the Buffalo Sabres in net, and he's been excellent. No question about that. However, we're probably not going to see him tonight against the uh, Ottawa Senators. You'd think it'll be Craig Anderson's opportunity uh, to uh, get a start in net for the uh, Sabres tonight on the back-to-back situation. Uh, all that being said, I like where Craig Anderson's game has gone uh, of late. He's played pretty well. Uh, you look at recent starts, Arizona, he wins that game, gives up just two goals, 40 saves shutout against Los Angeles. That 6 nothing romp on our last bet cast when the Sabres won that game going away. It was a shutout for Craig Anderson uh, that night. His last two starts have been really good. 7-4-1, 2.65 goals against, 9.22 save percentage. Those aren't bad numbers. And what I like about what they're doing, Alex, is they're keeping him fresh. Right, This is an older goalie. They're not wearing him into the ice. They're giving him several days off a lot of times between starts. And that gives him a chance to be at his best and give him his best chance to perform well. Uh, for Buffalo. And I like the angle of him playing his old team here, uh, the Ottawa Senators. I think you're going to get a great effort from him. Ottawa is in a rut right now where they're blowing some games again last night, 4-2 against Detroit, an ugly third period for them. It's weird. They came back on a Washington team that blew a lead and then they blow a lead last night against the Detroit Red Wings and lose that game 4-2. Anton Forsberg probably in net for Ottawa because it was Cam Talbot last night. His game has not been nearly as good lately, uh, Anton Forsberg, in that for these Senators. So I know there's concern about Buffalo after a huge win against one of the best teams in the NHL, now going on the road for a second straight game. This is not the time to back the Sabres, not the spot to back the Sabres, but I think this is the price I like to back the Sabres, and for that reason, I'm still on Buffalo tonight, plus 110. Also, lean over, but I, I you know Anderson's playing well. Uh, Ottawa, you know, it's six and a half. Some of these Ottawa games have not gotten over that number, but I still wouldn't play it under. Buffalo certainly trending over the total, and another over cashes for them yesterday in that game against the Boston Bruins. Alex, what do you think here, Buffalo, Ottawa? Yeah, I like Buffalo in this price, too. Like I said, you're not going to get them as a, a dog too often, home or road, especially if they keep playing the way that they are. And like you mentioned, with UPL actually stepping up and, and possibly taking the reins of being a number one goalie, I mentioned it just yesterday. Now this gives Buffalo the flexibility they've been looking for for the last couple of years. Having a veteran like Anderson that they can rest and, and give a spot start to, but then having the young kid that they can uh, ride and rely on. And you mentioned about how well he plays in the third period. That's a mark of a good goalie. When you see a guy getting stronger as the game goes along, making saves when it counts late in game, that's uh, something Buffalo's been lacking for a very long time. So they can get that rolling with that offense that they have. Tighten little things up a little bit better on the blue line. They're, they're in line to make a, a nice little surge and possibly a run for a wild card spot right now. Ottawa is definitely not a team worth laying a price on, even at home. Like I said, they've struggled lately. Uh, four of their last games have been close. Three of them have gone overtime or a shootout. So uh, wouldn't look at anything regulation. I'd just go straight up with Buffalo here at a plus price. All right. Buffalo plus 110. Actually, some plus 115. Uh, price is starting to show up on the Sabres. So shop around. You can even get better than that at a lot of uh, places right now. Uh, but even on the – it's back-to-back for both teams. Believe it or not, it's actually an afternoon game for Buffalo, and Ottawa played last night against Detroit. So uh, keep that in mind. Both teams have to cross the border, uh, obviously, uh, you know, the U.S.-Canada border. So there's no advantage there. And, in fact, Buffalo gets to probably get into Ottawa quicker than Ottawa 
after uh, yesterday's game. So, uh, yeah, both of us uh, liking the Sabres more than anything because of the price you're getting here. Plus 110 with a team that's surging, playing great hockey, a Sabres team, you know, that has, you know, got confidence. Ten and six they are on the road. They've actually been better on the road than they've been in Buffalo. A six-game winning streak for the Sabres. They will look to make it seven in a row tonight. As far as props go in this, it's to bring it, Batherson and Pinto. Don't overthink it for Ottawa. Those have been the guys. Buffalo, you know, Thompson, Skinner, and uh, and Tuck have been excellent, that line. Uh, but there's always capability. Dylan Cousins is the guy that's the most undervalued right now. He scores the big goal to tie it yesterday. He's on a great goal streak and point streak. You know, tons of points in the last 10 to 15 games. So Dylan Cousins continues to be really undervalued at the moment for the Sabres. He's making an impact night in, night out. All right, final game of this Sunday NHL slate, the first of 2023. New York Islanders, Seattle Kraken, Seattle minus 120. Uh, home favorites, total six here. It's not the Seattle Kraken since the break. It's the Seattle Cracked. They've got their heads cracked uh, here the first two games. Not so much by Calgary. It was a close game, 3-2, but they lose. Edmonton just dummies them up the other night, 7-2. to two. And before you can even get comfortable, you get your beverage out of the fridge. You sit down, you put the game on. It's 4 nothing Edmonton. I mean, that is how quickly it happened. It was a disastrous opening period uh, for the Seattle Kraken in that game, down 4 nothing, and they lose seven to two to the Edmonton Oilers. You know, from a situational standpoint, the, the the lean for me in this game, this is a game I'm passing on probably. I don't think I'm going to be involved in this one, but the situational lean for me is Seattle first period, just to, you know, get the malaise out of their system. They're off getting their ass kicked against Edmonton at home. They need a better start. They know they need a better start. And I think the onus will be on that for Seattle in this game. So part of me wants to look at Seattle here, first period, probably first period puck line, if anything, minus a half to get a better price. And by the way, Seattle minus a half, uh, plus 170 uh, for that first period puck line. I think I'll put a couple bucks on that. But it's not going to be a huge bet because I am worried Seattle's coming back down to earth. They're showing some symptoms of that here in the last uh, few games. It's not been a great back end of back half of December for them. Since December 13th, you know, this team is two and five you know, in their last seven games. So it's been a struggle uh, for the crack and their defensive game has eroded. You know, you don't know what you're going to get most nights these days from Grubauer or Martin Jones uh, in that that's concerning. Uh, and you're playing an Islanders team. That's won three in a row now all at home against Florida, Pittsburgh and Columbus, but still they're playing better. They've won three in a row. Uh, Sorokin after a little bit of a wobble there for a bit has gotten his game back and played better. Uh, the last couple starts, I think we'll probably be seeing uh, Sorokin in net. It's not confirmed yet uh, for this uh, game, but I would expect him to be in net. Sounds like it'll be Martin Jones for Seattle, but again, not confirmed. I think the first period, though, you do get Seattle coming out strong. They have to after a game like they had against Edmonton. You can't start that way and expect to win a hockey game. I think certainly Dave Haxtall will tell his players, and it's not like he has to, but I think they know they need a good first period tonight. So Seattle minus a half, plus 170 in the first period. It, it, it tempts me enough that I think I'll put a few shekels on it. Uh, what do you think here, Alex? Islanders, Kraken. Yeah, I understand the, the thought process behind that. You think that, you know, like I said, as bad of a first period as you could possibly have last game, they've got to turn it around and, and, and get, uh, you know, good momentum going early in this contest. But like you said, they're just in poor form right now, and I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think they're going to give up four goals again tonight. But I don't think they're going to turn around and all of a sudden just be uh, playing hot like we saw the last three, four weeks uh, and, and, you know, 
couple of months, the beginning of the season. I think the Islanders are in better form right now. Like I said, they had one three in a row at home. Now getting on the road, they want to you know try and get things and keep things rolling, but do that on the road where they've actually been twelve and seven this year. So uh, at a plus price here, even money, I went and took a shot with the Islanders. All right, let's hope for Seattle uh, one nothing after the first period and Islanders three two at the end of the game. Everybody's <laughs> That'll, work. That'll work. Because yeah. you're right, I'm only on them in the first period. I, I I don't trust them, and I don't like the price for the full game. If I were to bet full game, I'd bet Islanders too, honestly. You know, and they are the team in better form right now. And and honestly, a good look would be if you see Seattle get the lead, but they aren't playing well, then now you get an even better uh, adjusted price in game on the Islanders. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, that I think that's a good way to go. I might even do that. Like, let's say the I get the Seattle first period puck line plus one seventy, one nothing, two nothing, two one, whatever the score is. Yeah, I'll end up maybe betting Islanders live. Not maybe. I probably will. Uh, honestly, bet the uh, Islanders live uh, at that point at a pretty decent price. But uh, uh, Alex liking the Islanders here, full game plus a hundred, uh, even money, and I'm uh, going to take a shot with Seattle minus a half plus one seventy. Uh, first period puck line uh, in this one. All right, great stuff. That is the Sunday card. Uh, thanks to everyone in the chat for joining us. Hit the like button uh, on the way out. We appreciate it very much. And make sure you sign up and subscribe if you haven't already at patreon.com slash ice guys. Uh, daily ice guys show betting card posted there. Power ratings, totals, charts, goalie charts, lots of bonus content planned in the new year. We're going to have a lot of guests coming up in the new year. A lot of them that have held off being with us because of busy times around the holidays are going to be joining us. Some old guests that we've had on before, some new ones uh, as well. So we're looking forward to all of that coming up uh, in the uh, weeks and months to come. So check out patreon.com slash ice guys, just $10 a month. We'll get to best bets uh, in just a second, right after we hear from our good friends at Manscaped. Support for the Ice Guys is brought to you by Manscaped, our good friends at Manscaped, who are the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you, courtesy of the Ice Guys. Get 20% off of any purchase and free worldwide shipping with the promo code ice guys that's promo code ice guys all one word i-c-e-g-u-y-s at manscaped.com if my math is correct that's about 400 million balls that you can help preserve with manscaped.com using the promo code ice guys you get the performance package 4.0 it is a game changer the lawnmower 4.0 it takes care of this among other things uh, it'll keep you uh, trim uh, as can be uh, the lawnmower 4.0 waterproof same thing with the weed whacker which takes care of your ear hair nose hair i mean nose hair in particular you know i'm getting up there in age and nose hair is becoming uh, definitely more of an issue this will take care of it it feels like someone's tickling the inside of your nostrils sometimes it pisses the hell out of me it bothers me i need to take care of that shit this will take care of it for you the weed whacker uh, make uh, part of the package that you get with your Manscaped purchase and the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. You also get the ball toner. You also get the ball deodorant. Keep you uh, smelling good and looking good and feeling good down in the nether regions. This package is really going to make you feel good and and look good and look better. Slim, trim. That's what it's all about. And Manscaped.com. 
can help you out with that. So make sure you take advantage of this. Manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code ICEGUYS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use the promo code ICEGUYS. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. All right, we are back on the Ice Guys show. Great question in the chat about the BetCast date. We're going to confirm that this week at some point for sure. It'll be one of the last Tuesdays of June. Last two Tuesdays of January, not June. I'm rushing the season, aren't I? Talking about June. (laughs) One of the last two Tuesdays of January is when we will be doing the BetCast. So it'll either be January the 24th or the 31st. I think the 24th is honestly the date that I've got in mind, but we'll confirm that for sure. Uh, next uh, later on this week uh, on the uh, show but yes we will have a january betcast for sure our first of 2023 and get ready because after the nfl season ends after super bowl sunday uh we're going to be get, getting into the weekly betcast uh habit and routine so uh and make sure you tell everybody about the betcast yeah. i've been so impressed that we've had way more people showing up on the live stream this year we've had way more we've had some live nights live betcast with eight people simultaneously like it's been great to see that uh, and hopefully we continue to get that kind of turnout response from the Ice Guys BetCasts uh, moving forward. So uh, definitely enjoy them. And we've got certainly plenty more ahead uh, throughout the course of the year. Hopefully we've got some winners ahead for you right now uh, with best bets here for this Sunday card. Alex, so we'll start with you. What do you like for best bet? Yeah, we're heading over to the west side. We're going to go with the Sharks Blackhawks over six. Still get minus $1.10 on minus $1.15. Uh, I just expect this to be an absolute nightmare of a game from a defensive standpoint. This is going to be all offense all the time for both teams. Like I said, the Hawks do have a legitimate chance to win a game here. Uh, San Jose is equally as bad, but I just don't know if I want to take any shot with the side as opposed to this total getting a great price and a great number. Let's go with San Jose and Chicago over six minus a dollar 10 is my best bet for the first day of 2023. There you go. San Jose, Chicago, over six, minus 120. Best bet for Alex uh, B. Smith uh, on the uh, Sunday slate. Uh, My best bet, uh, we're going to go, let's go, Buffalo. Let's go, Buffalo. I almost used them as best bet yesterday, honestly, but I didn't have the guts to do it with them playing the Bruins. Uh, But I certainly love that price, and I like the way they're playing. A six-game win streak, catching a nice plus 115 price here in this game. I don't mind the old man, Craig Anderson, being in net. They give him a fair amount of rest these days. He's played very well in his last two starts, and just the team overall is playing some great hockey. Uh, Buffalo plus 115 against Ottawa. Uh, That is going to be my best bet here for this Sunday NHL card. And that'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys. Thanks to everyone in the chat for joining us. Hit the like button on the way out. We appreciate that. A reminder, the Ice Guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. And if you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and more. Download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. Oh, just remembered something. Thank goodness this is all the brain. It doesn't fail me all the time. I just remembered to say this. Special start time for the Ice Guys tomorrow, noon Eastern. So, yeah, usually Saturday, Monday is 2 p.m. Eastern. Tomorrow, we're going to move it up to noon Eastern for the Ice Guys show tomorrow. The Winter Classic, of course, is tomorrow, 2 p.m. Eastern. Penguins and Bruins uh, at Fenway Pack uh, in uh, Boston. (laughs) Uh, And so we decided, you know what? 
we all want to watch that game and it'd be no. preferred if we don't have to do the show while that game's just getting started. So we're going to be on with you tomorrow at noon Eastern, a special start time, just one day only uh, for a Monday at noon Eastern tomorrow. And we will break down the uh, winter classic. And of course the other two games on the uh, Monday card, the two night games, which are Vegas, Colorado and Philadelphia, Anaheim. So uh, join us tomorrow earlier than normal for a Monday noon Eastern uh, for the Monday edition of the ice guys for Alex B Smith. I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Sunday. Enjoy the games and good luck. We'll talk to you again Monday at a special start time noon Eastern for another edition of the ice guys presented by national hockey. Now.